That was another one. Like, Prince Diana, people all, I mean, it sucks that anybody dies, but you're just like, yo, we live in America. Like, we think their bullshit is stupid. Why right. are we, this is a fake job. She's a princess well, of what? But the she, fuck married, is she, pr- she married into it. So she wasn't subject to all the, like, just like, we hate the royals kind of thing. Yo, I found out through Princess Diana. This is how I actually found out about Hymens is through her. Uh, explain. So, you got to be a virgin to marry in to the family. And they, oh, and you're saying, and they check. They check if the woman's hymen's intact. That's my mom. I was like, my mom told me about hymen's through Princess Diana. Weird. That's really she weird. Was like, I was like, like, she's told, I don't even know if I was even old enough to really understand sex or what. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably in the phase where I still thought, I don't know if you had this, but did you ever think that since your penis went straight out that the woman's vagina was like where your penis would be like straight like not but be- not between the legs but like, like <laughs> right you know like in sex in movies like they show sex i was like oh he's just going oh, right. straight yeah, yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> yeah movie sex has a has weird geometry involved to it you're just like oh he's sense. going straight down because yeah. that's where her opening is because this is where my penis is right yeah i uh, never really got that it was like between the legs i was more like oh it's like front and center yeah no i i i, I can't say i ever really thought about it that much <laughs> like i didn't i didn't before I saw you weren't ever like, yo, what is going on? I, well, now that I think about it, I think I, I think I just I didn't imagine a vagina before I saw one. I just didn't even imagine it. Basically, could not have Let's even see. didn't even have you a never, guess. You never like saw your mom's? No, probably not. I mean, what? when I before I could remember, but I probably never saw my mom's vagina in memory uh such a weird what are we doing <laughs> what, are, what are you making me do <laughs> hey dude i don't even remember my mom's vagina dude so leave me alone <laughs> it's just what are you that's making just me- like that's just such a like that i can imagine like some like hacky crowd were like yo you ever see your mom's pussy <laughs> 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 yo though you be fucked up when you see your mom's pussy for the first time you're like what are you doing to us <laughs> oh hell yeah he's got a sweat towel he's like yo bro when you see that mom pussy for the first time <laughs> oh hell yeah that's weird shout out to jake's mom there we go shout out to me my my, my, my the memory i have of my mom dude um yeah dude it's crazy bro it's fucking crazy but yeah, dude. Well, I just got to say, you know, this is a really sad day for us as Patriots because mm-hmm. they're really trying to finalize the steal today. They're, they can't do it. They can't finalize the steal. It'll it'll live on forever. We'll never... In our hearts, it will. Like, the steal yeah. is, like, kind of like... It's our, you know, like, there's just certain moments in your man's life. You know, his first love, first yeah. kiss, yeah. first stolen election, you know? Yeah. And this is ours. It's crazy, bro. They finally did it. They're trying to, they're, you know, they they officially like were like, yo, the electoral college has decided that fucking Sleepy Joe is the prez. I really like the theory that Trump doesn't actually want to be president because it makes me laugh thinking about how he doesn't want the job, but he is saying that he didn't lose and that it's being stolen because then I imagine like, 
it would be kind of a monkey paw situation if they actually were like you know what trump's right we need to overturn this election and then he's, he, like, and he's like fuck no you just hear like a scream from behind the the, the white house press conference it's like all right we finally did it we fought we've had patriots die we've killed the electoral college but we just want to say mr trump you are president he's just like He just comes out all sweaty. He's like, yo, are you fucking serious, bro? Like, Giuliani somehow does it for him. He's like, yo, Rudy, I thought I told you to lose this shit, Yeah, bro. yeah, I thought, I thought we were just gonna, you know, it's gonna be fun, you know? Like, yeah, it's just, just like, like the get ultimate hot mic. He's like, dude, this country's retarded, bro. They just somehow did it for you. It's like got his hair dye sweat, like, in his eyes. It's like, like, goth eye makeup. He's just like, yo, dude, they're so stupid. I can't believe this shit worked, bro. Yeah, man. They're crazy. It's crazy, but they're stealing it. You know, I don't yeah, know. It's stolen. Honestly, like now that it's like stolen for Joe, like when I saw Joe Biden speak the other day, I was like, oh, God, you're our president. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> like for some reason, when it was like in like the gray zone, I was like, oh, shit, like, like we're living in this like limbo. This is kind of right. dope. Right. But like now that he was like, I'm I'm the president. I was like, and that's oh, that. What? Yeah. Yeah. And now I was like, oh, there's such a finality to it. Yeah. You know, like the yeah. honeymoon is over and now you're just in this like, like OK, I wonder if there's going to be a lot of people that. Well, I don't think Trump's ever going to go away, but let's say he does for some reason. Like Joe Biden is inaugurated and then there's like a month later where like Trump isn't in the news at all anymore. If people are going to suddenly be, well, just like wake up and be like, oh, I miss him. That was like, Dude, what a people, ride that was. Well, you know? for sure, uh, there's a, a number of comedians who better be writing some new material. Yeah, that's because true. <laughs> Orange Man Bad is no longer a punchline, <laughs> folks. I know that you're. some of you will keep it around. Yo, this is how much of a G Trump is, though. There was a news report the other day that was like, yo, on the day of my, like, I just love this man. He's like, on the day of like the uh, inauguration, like... <laughs> Trump was like potentially planning on like like using Air Force One to like land like he was like basically gonna like like basically like try like no pun intended like Trump the inauguration by like flying over it in Air Force One and landing <laughs> like he was just like gonna be like yo like fog machines and shit just like yo okay I'm here the man of the hour is here and it's like Joe just has his hand on the Bible he's like yo Drew we gotta like get this movie he's just like why would the president fly Air Force One to the inauguration because I think he has to I don't know if he actually even has to be there he might not have to be there but they were saying that he was basically gonna like do like an air show above the inauguration so Jesus. they would like distract which is like, I mean, that's, you know, that's like, that's like when you're playing basketball and the dude was losing and he was like, all right, it's my ball. I'm out of here. And you're like, well, yeah. bro, come on. Like we're playing a game. He's like, nope, my ball. I'm done. <laughs> no more playing. Yeah. You know, we can't play anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's a great troll though. That's a good, that's a great Ultimate troll. troll. Ultimate troll. Like honestly, probably do a sonic boom and Joe has a heart attack and he dies or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sleepy Joe, like, fucking loses it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard he's not going to do the inauguration. Instead, he's going to do, like, his own rally, which that oh, makes okay. more sense to me. That's cool. Yeah, that's fucking cool. I'll go to that rally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sure Damn. you will. And I I'm sure, will go to that rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure no matter how many people are there, he's going to say it's more people than are at the inauguration, even if that's impossible, basically. He'll start comparing it to, he's like, you know, 
all the other losing presidents when they've had a rally on inauguration day and everybody's like they've never done this this is like <laughs> historic uh, this is a precedent that you are doing he's like i've had the most people at a rally of election that was stolen you're like all right no one's ever done this okay no one did this before that was stolen i got the most people at a rally for a stolen election so just pay respect to the dick yeah yeah big deal big deal big deal here yeah I, th- I I think people are going to realize that that when he was president, the world was a uh, was a roller coaster and a nightmare. Yes, but that stuff's fun. Like that, it is. That That's why you go to a haunted house. Yeah, motherfuckers don't go to a fucking placid house. They don't Dude, go to a, a fucking four, house where everything works. Four year haunted house every day and everywhere. You know. Yes. Like. You can't buy that. That's like, that's a this once is, in a lifetime experience. And I don't is, know. This is that girlfriend. She's crazy as fuck. Yeah. You're like, my life would be better without you. You're like, you've ruined my life. Drama every day. You're sleeping around on me. You're drinking. Right. Da, da, da. right. right. Talking from personal experience here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And then you get rid of her and you're like... Well, who the fuck am I? Right. You're just stuck with your own dumb reflection. You're right. like, oh, and, I'm just and, this fucking. And our dumb reflection is Joe Biden. So. Yeah, Joe Biden is like what you actually wake up to. You're like, this isn't fun at all. Like, you went home with the guy you were supposed to, and that sucks. Right. He gave you hella boring missionary. Trump was doing fucking coke off your asshole. Okay. <laughs> he was just like, you're like, I don't know if this is safe, but goddamn, this is fun. And then you fuck Joe, and he's like, all right. You like looks yeah. you in the eye. Yeah. You know, you're like, what is? He what? breathes on your hair. You yeah, know? you're like, what? This is your kink is like sniffing my hair? Yep. I, I have crack residue in my crack yeah. from, yes. from Trump. Yeah. You have a little cuck in the corner. Mike Pence is jerking <laughs> off furiously. You're like, you just roll with this guy? He's like, any any person I fuck, this guy has to watch, right. okay? Yeah. You know? And yeah. now we got this? Yep. It's, Ugh. It's awful. I don't know. I don't know what's happening to America. Like, uh, yeah, we had something for a while. We really had now, something. Uh, Life you know. was like a TV show, you know? But here's the thing, and I was telling you this earlier. Um, what I'm really excited about is that, um, you know, Trump kind of opened our eyes to what the possibility of America and really what America is, which is that it is a con. It's just a con job. Yeah. You totally. know? And really what this age shows us is that it's not really talent. It's not really hard work. It's not, right. you know... It's you just have to have a, a con going. Yeah. You know, like all these people are fascinated by these like cult documentaries and like all this shit. But it's like we live in that 24 seven. It's just like you go here, you're getting conned. You know, you go there, you're getting conned. What rules the day right now is just like, do you have a good con going on? Right. That's all. There's only like five talented people in this country. Right. You and I are not of them. So we're just trying to get a con going. Oh, yeah. No, we have been explicit about the con yeah, job. Like, that we're, we're actually pulling. pretty honest. We want your money. Venmo yeah. us at the Comedian Jake. At, at, Hun- at Hunty Huntro. Do it. So like we have been the most honest with you fucking pieces of shit. Right. We want your money because this is a con. Right. All these other people are like, I care about my fans. I did that. No, no, no. They don't. They don't give a shit about you. Right. They're not talented. They're not entertaining. Right. They're just good. They're, they're, what we have to give them credit for is they're better con people than us. Right. You know? Yeah. And Trump was the Mac Daddy. That's why we worship him on this podcast because we, he showed us what the game is. You just got a con. Okay. He truly, he truly proved that your whole life and all of reality is just a game. 
It's a hundred percent a game. There is and no. If you're real... not playing it, yeah, yes. then you're the loser. Right. right. You're a loser if you not decide not to play because Ev, the game is being played. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You have to con if you are you going have to, to get con. anything done in the world. That you it involves just conning and that's it. You just got to con your little heart out and yeah. and then die a lonely death. That's all that. You life know when people is. say like rise and grind that's bullshit they're not yeah. working hard they're rising up to gr- con your ass you dumb pieces of yeah. shit yeah everyone's it's no one is really con. that talented right. that's the other thing i've learned no one has talent the The only talent really is tricking people that's what right. it is right you know that's the real talent is just you just got to trick people into believing your dumb little bullshit and as long as you have that and they're forking over the bucks Venmo us again, right? Uh, yes, that's the game, dude. You see these fucking, you know, we you, and it's now it's just like, hey, and if you question the con, you're the piece of shit. Yeah, that's the best you know? part of the con. If you if you say you don't like this con, well, that's because you are fill in the blank. You know, yes, you're an ist. You're racist, sexist, yeah. misogynist. You know, whatever, whatever, it, it, whatever. whatever you are. It, it has no limit. You know, yeah. It's, Whatever, it's, if you call out someone's con, you're just exactly their enemy. You know, it's right. just, you know, it's just like we're, we we do stand up comedy. Supposedly, we used to, you know, and then they drop Netflix would drop these specials on us. They were awful, and we'd be like, "Well, this special sucks." Like, "Well, you're just jealous." You know, it's like, "Hey, you know," I mean, this year, like, they fucking uh, then the net lady had another special and in the special she opens up was like you know i've really used all my material i don't have any jokes left <laughs> and the new york times was like oh my god she's done it again <laughs> and then you're like is this what is it? this is what we call comedy now it's like it is and if you don't like it you're a fascist and i don't right. know how else to tell you yeah. that like this this lady sucks and yeah. it's just like well does she suck or do you suck do for you not suck? getting yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Is that more it, likely at this point? Is it more likely I that mean, in you your case are it is, terrible? But it depends on who, you know, who yes. is it, you know? I do actually suck more than the net lady, but... Right. yes. <laughs> a lot of people don't, well, and they're hardworking th- Americans. I, I think if we're being real, the net lady is definitely outperforming this podcast by a country mile. You know what I mean? Like A great con artist. Again, we respect the con. Yes. We don't respect what we're told to respect about it. If if they said, look, if the New York Times kid said out and they're like, here are the 10 specials and they exit out and go, actually, here are the 10 best comedians who conned you into thinking they were funny and she was right. on the top of the list, I'd be like, tip of my fucking hat to you, lady. Right. Right. You did it. Yeah. You did it again. Yeah. You did this twice. You got millions of dollars to do this twice. Good for you. There will be another one. I'm sure uh, Hannah Gadsby will have a, a, a follow-up. To the follow-up. I, only, I refer to her as Nanette Lady. <laughs> That's how I say her name. Oh, okay. Is that is, Lady. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. I didn't realize you that know. was a bit. I thought you just didn't know what her name was. Nope, nope. Definitely knew her name and definitely refused to say it. <laughs> just classic Nanette yeah. Lady. Yeah, But the cons it. are all over. Your president is a con. Your mm-hmm. favorite entertainer is a con. Uh, you know, all this... Anything you come across at some level, you are being conned into believing, you know, what it is. Yeah, especially if you think it's not a con. Like, I, for example, don't consume any media at all. At all. Because it's all all a con. I uh, write my own books for myself to read. I film my own TV shows. I make my own music that I listen to. Okay? 
Hundred percent, his own bubble of reality. There is yeah. not an outside oh, yeah, yeah. influence. Nothing and if you hear some of this music, here. it is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some of your music when you were living here, and it was, boy, nightmare as shit. Yeah, but I record my know, farts, and then I put like effects on them, like yeah. reverb and stuff. Screaming uh, farts. Yeah, screaming farts. That's the name of <laughs> like, one of my albums. <laughs> yeah, screaming farts is like it's like an Auschwitz of farts. It's just like <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, yeah, the Holocaust it was, it was, of farts. That's yeah, that's fart Holocaust was yeah. terrifying. Yeah, um, that's a big yeah, one. Yeah, and it just is what it is, folks. So the thing, the lesson that you got to learn from this podcast, like, yeah, we read articles and da da da. That's the con. The con is to get your money. Yeah, but we are are being honest with you, and it's like you know they like they say find your truth, and that's bullshit. That's that's 2010, baby. 2020 yeah. is about find your con. Yes. Find a little angle. Find a little niche. Just a thing to grab onto on this fucking yes. cliff. Yes. And just and just as long as there's someone below you who believes that you have some fucking answer, that's it. That's the game, folks. Yeah. You don't want this. Oh, I spent my life learning. You know the truth about the. We've already found the truth. It's get people below you to give you money. Yeah. Okay. That's life. And. uh you know, that kind of segues perfectly into this week's discussion. Yeah. Is a good con, you know? Yeah. So I uh so here's the thing, Hunter. You don't live in Portland anymore. Nope. You are not subject to its whims and flights of fancy. You know, you live in Arkansas where, yeah. you know, a guy named Chud has the Confederate flag tattooed on his stomach. Right. And, uh, you know, and that's its own thing. Yeah. And I respect Chud because, you know. Well, you have to start, respect Chud. He doesn't give you Yeah, he has choice. a gun pointed at you and he <laughs> yeah. said, you better respect me in this tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go, yeah. I will, Chud. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Great name. Love the name Chud. One name guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this week in Portland, um, let me just, can, you want me to just break this down for you? Since, yeah, so, you know, so this is, we're going back to old school we're going back to the first episode i did not read the story you didn't read it but you know it is uh so okay so here's here's what it is so uh i thought this week since i actually kind of was you know in and around this particular thing i thought it would be a good jump off point to discuss a lot of things so uh if you're you know you're a portland listener a lot of our listeners are probably from portland there was a thing a, a, a movement or of such that came up around this thing called the Red House uh, on Mississippi uh, Avenue here in uh, North uh, North Portland. So basically, um, to quickly sum up, uh, about a week ago, I, yeah, it was basically a week ago now. It's been going on for about a week. Um, the cops came to evict this family who had been living in this house for, I mean, it, the house has gone... Uh, has been in their family since I believe the fifties. And, uh, you know, so, and I'm going to kind of give it to you as I got it, because I think that's actually helpful, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think this is like, it goes into a lot of stuff, like how things are reported, how people jump on bandwagons when things are reported, you know? And so I'm going to give it to you how I got it. So the news comes out, and, you know, I follow a lot of these left, left-leaning left accounts on Twitter, so I kind of am privy to all this stuff as it's happening. You see all these images and videos, cops and protesters fighting, and the story is that it's they're trying to evict during a pandemic, 
a black and indigenous family from their generational home in North Portland, which is, as you know, Mississippi. If you live in Portland, mm-hmm. and if you don't, Mississippi is probably one of the most gentrified streets in Mississippi now. You know, it's it's all um, there's hardly. I don't think they're actually on Mississippi for a number of blocks. There's any more residential living. It's all just like kind of newer bars and right. shops and all that shit. No one is really denying that gentrification has happened in this part of town and in right. Portland. In and it's Portland gentrification, so it's particularly egregious. There's like a yeah. There's like a tax, I mean, like a crazy taxidermy shop. Yeah, like a, there's like a yeah a museum of taxidermy and just all this like garbage. You know that any other person's like yeah this shit sucks. So on the surface, you get this this story like oh this is fucking really grimy. You know. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah, first of all, like, there's a moratorium on evictions. You're like, that seems like, what the, like, what is happening? Why are they doing right. this? Right, yeah, yeah. So any any person with a heart is just going to be like, oh, I guess I side with this family. I right. I mean, this makes sense. Yeah, of course. Like, fuck them. Like, yeah, like, like, fuck the cops for doing this. Fuck the mayor. Fuck the bank. Like, I'm not going to side with any of these I people. will say, though, I do have some questions, though, because I thought there, is there, I thought there was a moratorium on evictions. Well, here we go. So, <laughs> so okay. So this happens, and basically, the there's kind of a scuffle, and basically to de-escalate, the cops basically just retreat because there's like a more protesters than there are them, mm-hmm. and they're kind of at a disadvantage because they're like you know, it's a house on a bit of a hill, dragging people out of it is hard. They did arrest some people the first day, um, but basically the cops were just like fuck like they're throwing rocks at us and shit like we got to get out of here so in that retreat period the protesters basically took that time and were like hey we need anything we can get to barricade these streets so they barricaded um basically like three blocks of mississippi um you know starting kind of right where is this like where businesses are and stuff on mississippi kind of right where businesses the for those who don't know the street, it's a little hard to describe, but basically, like, there's a main chunk of Mississippi that is, like, clearly, like, the most gentrified, I guess you would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, And it kind of, it, it stops, like, the main area kind of basically ends at one side of the street and then continues on into more neighborhoody. It started, like, right there. So they blocked it three blocks, basically, from there mm-hmm. um, with, like, you know, pallets and anything they could really get their hands on. And, you know, like they made little rock piles if the cops came back and like put little fucking like people had like made like basically like improvised like tire puncture shit, like wood blocks with like nails sticking out of it on Mm -hmm. the, on the road. So they like pretty quickly in one day prepared for like the cops to come back and made it would have made it very hard for the cops to ever get through this. Like, right. there were multiple barricades on each side of the street. There were people like guarding them. So you know, you're like, oh shit! Like this is, you know, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, I like from They're what seriously I'm seriously defending hearing, this this family, basically. Yeah, and it's just like this is like a good use of like a protest. Like it's this like what. Again, like any person is like Jesus, like you're kicking a family out during the fucking pandemic. Right, like, right. Where it's are they a, community, go? a like, community coming together to protect uh, a family. It's it's inspiring at this. Yeah. What's the problem? I was here? Like, I'm excited. Yeah. This is great. And it's like much shit as I've talked about a lot of the protests in this town. I was like, oh, this is like one I like pretty much don't see any problem with on the surface. Like, okay, like this this is cool. This makes sense. Uh, like, I'm I'm not like 
gonna be like oh the bank is not you know whatever like i was like yeah like fuck whatever fuck them so like it kind of and so you know i've been doing these like jake on the streets i was like this would be like a great video because it's like you know and maybe it wouldn't be as funny you know i wasn't really trying to make it funny but i wanted to like interview people at the protest like hey why did you show up here like so um I went down there the very first night that they had erected the barricades and just kind of walked around. It was just like, you know, seeing like what it was like. And, you know, they had just, they'd gathered a lot of supplies and people made a lot of donations uh, of like food and stuff. And it kind of just became this little like encampment. There were some tents um, set up and a little bit of backstory. Uh, This local activist had kind of like started camping on their lawn in early September because uh, I guess that was when they were initially tried to be um, forced out, and then they that like wasn't successful, so they kind of came back in December. But there have been like some activists surrounding this issue for a couple months now. Um, so then I was like, okay, like you know, seems righteous. And uh, immediately when I got there, though, I was like, I really don't know if I'm going to be able to film here because like uh, they are very the left has turned very, very suspicious of the media now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like during the, during the protests, during the downtown protests with all the feds and stuff, it was like, yes, the more cameras, the better because these cops are fucking wiling out. But as those protests died down and they've gotten smaller and like, you know, like a lot of them turned to more like breaking windows of businesses and shit. They obviously don't want cameras around because they're right. Those are crimes. Get, yeah, those are crimes. <laughs> um, so, like, they've gone from, like, yes, we really like media out here. It's really important to get media to, like, to, like, very, like, not hiding the opinion that they, like, do not fuck with press at all. Like, right. the, the first night I got there, someone had tagged fuck press on the side of this apartment building yeah damn. And i was like and i was like talking to a guy right by it who was actually live streaming and they made a big deal like no live streamers and i was like hey like what do you think about that like you're live streaming like you're part of the media like what do you think about that and he's like well like i'm i'm you know i've, I've been out in the protest since day one and like you know i like i know the rules and as he's telling me this, this woman comes over, you know, she's in a full black outfit or whatever. And she goes, actually, um, uh, streamers are only allowed to stream their own faces and they can only be in this one section. And, uh, so they took him over to this place that they had actually like spray painted on a little piece of wood streamer jail. And they were only letting these streamers <laughs> be in this one little corner. And it was just like so funny, and I was like, "Dude, you're like a grown man, and you're telling, letting this like person telling you like what to do, what to film." It get our. I was like, right then, I was like, "Okay, this is weird," because like, first of all, you're like anarchists. The idea that you are like telling anybody what they can do like, mm-hmm. is a weird. Um, and I follow a lot of these people, and they're just like, you know, streamers suck. Like, they're giving away our location. It's like, well, you you barricaded three blocks. Like, I don't know. You're not yeah, hiding that's... this. <laughs> you're not hiding this at all. Almost everybody here has a f- total face coverings on. And if they don't, it's like you're in public in 2020. Like if you don't think someone ha- is like, that's on you. I feel like, right. Like, to, to you're at a public thing that is newsworthy to, to assume that nobody will be taking pictures or film. Anything is like, 
that's like stupid. Like that's just a childish, stupid thing right. to think. Right. So I was like, okay, this is weird. And I went back um, the next day, and I just happened to walk up when they were having like a press, like an official press conference with the family that had been evicted from the home. And there was like a, you know, like one of the major news, um, like organizations there with the camera and the mic mm-hmm. and you know just family family and protesters were rotating and giving like statements and like as soon as it was done um <laughs> the protesters just turned on the camera guy and the interviewer and they're like get the fuck out of here <laughs> fuck you you fucking pieces of shit you fucking white entitled piece of shit and they walked him out all the way out through the thing and we're just like in his face and like it was so funny because like I, I, i'm confused though did he did the the interviewer do something to do this he or asked they... uh he asked like a clarifying question about who like a name of someone who spoke and they they were just like we said it was over you don't get to ask any more questions i mean people were literally telling him like they're like they were walking him it was on one side and they had to walk him all the way through to get to the other side and this guy was telling him, like, you get five, like, you know, if you walk in there, you get five questions, no more. Like, they were literally telling this man, like, what he could do. Right, right. Uh, it was just clown shoes. Like, it was just insane. And I was like, okay, well, they're definitely, like, I'm getting this, like, okay, like, they're not going to let me record. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to get to do Jake on the streets here. Like, no. that's not so happening. <laughs> the third day, me and Jesse, the camera guy for those videos, show up. And I, and I, you know, we were like, and I had it was very just like let's just see what happens and let's be obvious about it like i had my mic in my hand he had his camera out and we were standing there and a guy with this the security team these guys are with have guns on them Mm -hmm. this is the first like the the third day i showed up was when the guys with the guns showed up i was like okay so like the first two days of this thing i didn't see anybody with guns they had paintball guns but i didn't see anybody with like actual arms yeah and this was the day where I was like, okay, there were like multiple people walking around with guns. I mean, like stupid shit too. Like this one guy had a bandolier of shotgun shells. Like he was fucking oh Rambo. I mean, it was just like for show. Almost. You were just like, is this real? And the guy who came up to us didn't have a gun, but he was with the guys who did. And he was like, hey, I just want to ask, like, what are you filming? What are you interviewing? And we're like, well, we want to like interview people while they're here. And he goes, okay, well, you're going to have to get permission from one of the organizers and uh, only who they tell you you can talk to. That's that would that's the only people. And then he goes, and if you um, and if we see you interviewing anybody that we haven't given the okay, I mean this is like a verbatim quote. If we see you interviewing anyone that we haven't given the okay to, that's when you're gonna have a problem. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so. <laughs> Let me just clarify. The guys with the guns are scared of the guy with the camera and the mic. And this is like, in this little three-block world, that is like, A, like a rational thing to say to somebody. Right. This guy was not smiling. He was not like, he was not like, hey, you know, crazy, right? He was just like, you know, I mean, it was just like, this is what it is right now. And if you fuck around, you're going to have a problem. And I want you to know that we are the guys with the gun. I mean, he literally walked away from two guys with like fucking rifles. And I was just like, okay, so like you're a, first of all, I thought this was like anarchist zone, right? You're like, what happened to like, like now if I ask somebody and they don't want to be interviewed, that's a hundred percent there. Sure. Like sure. that's okay. Sure. But you're just telling me, there are only certain people who will allow you even to ask, and if you do anything well, on your well, own, 
did you did you did you talk to the organizers so I did. Uh, I talked to one organizer and she told me, you have to email the family and they, this is another quote, they get to control the narrative, which is okay. Like you're the family, sure. But there are 200 fucking people camped out in your front that's lawn. Weird that the, that's weird that was the choice of words. That's yes. like very- They understand. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> but like that is creepy. Like That sounds creepy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> And she just said it with a straight face. Like, she was just like, well, they're going to control the narrative. I was like, okay, well, they're... <laughs> the narrative is out, first of all. Like, <laughs> like every news organization in Portland is writing their own stories. So, like, you know, like, the, there is no one narrative. Like, I don't... These right. people, like, have this weird I- idea of what the media is and, like, what it will and won't do for them. Mm-hmm. And then I messaged another guy. So I did email the family and just, just for the fuck of it. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I'd like to interview maybe a family member and I'd like to interview some protesters on the ground. And they got back to me a day later. They're like, hey, like, thanks for reaching out. Uh, you can definitely ma- interview a family member, but uh, there will be no interviews uh, of protesters on the premises. So they were just like, not going to happen. Okay. And I, e- and I email and I... Uh, I actually had gotten a message. I'm sorry, this is like very detailed, but I'm trying no, to like no, give no, a I, very I, clear picture of this like, is what this episode is about. Like, yeah. right. So, um, I've actually I went to college with kind of one of the guys who's kind of stepped up and been one of the main organizers in the BLM movement in Portland. Mm-hmm. And I was going to talk to him that day, but he had left uh, by the time we had got there. So, uh, but he messaged me out of the blue, and I don't honestly know how my name. Like someone told him that we were there looking for him, I guess, maybe like I had mentioned his name to the guy with the gun. We were like, oh, we're looking for this guy. And so he hit me up. and He was like, hey, man, I heard there was some friction uh, at the Red House. Like what happened? I was like, well, there really wasn't. Like we were approached by a guy who said there was going to be a problem um, if we interviewed people that weren't okayed. You know, we want to ask people why they're here. Like we think it's an important and interesting story. And he was like, okay, well, I'll try to clear it up and see what happened. It sounds like the way you went about it rubbed people the wrong way. And I was like, we didn't go about anything. We showed up as two people who were trying to clearly do something were denied based on, mm-hmm. if not implicit violence, like the kind of like, hey, just to let you know who's <laughs> telling you kind of thing. Like, um, wow. And I go, okay. And then he hit me back with just a, like, a thing like, yep. Like a day later, he was like, uh, there will be no interviews. There'll be no cameras unless, uh, unless a sp- person giving a speech gives like thing and i was like okay like i'm not gonna bother yeah with yeah this. right not... this isn't this isn't and what jake on the streets is no <laughs> no uh and so like kind of like the first point i want to make is like it's very it, and it was very like the or- oregonian wrote about this or one of the major things was like press is not being allowed into this uh they're they're being like they're not able to really do their jobs once they go inside because people are either like blocking their cameras and i was telling you before we start recording like there's a video on twitter of a guy from one of the local news things like they go in there again this is a this is not like this isn't happening on private property this is like on a public street like they've yeah, yeah. blocked off three blocks so this camera crew and news reporter are walking on a public sidewalk are as soon as they enter the barricade are surrounded by people with umbrellas basically like blocking the camera can't see anything and the lady who's the news thing is like guys like we're trying to do our job like we're trying to fucking interview people like this is what we're doing we report on these stories and the these whatever i'll just call them protesters i don't know if they're anarchists yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or whatever like the, the protesters just are just like not having it 
and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, just like yelling at these people. And at one point, one of them knocks uh, her phone out of her hand and you, and you know, there's a video of like her filming and then someone swipes it. And then, uh, she goes down to grab it and I don't know if someone on purpose stepped on her hand or if it was just in the brouhaha, but someone like steps on her hand pretty hard. Um, when she's trying to get her phone back and you can hear her go like, ah, like she's like in pain. Like it's not like a light thing. She's like kind of like in a lot of pain. And like, these are people that like, I imagine are very big on pronouns. I imagine are very big on like, Hey, like we call people what they want to be called. And like, we're not misogynistic. And she's like, ow, my hand. And like this guy you can hear goes, fuck your hand, you fucking bitch. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, okay. So like, we have gone to the point where this movement is not allowing, like, this is the first amendment. I mean, for me, I'm like, I'm like a, such a big, like, you don't, you don't stifle people's speech. Like I just, it, it's a fucked up thing to do. It doesn't mm-hmm. help your movement because right. now what, there's a video of you guys hurting a woman on camera. Like, yeah. how yeah. does this help your cause? Right. 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 So like, and they're just yelling at this lady. And again, I'm just like, okay, like, if I just went in and yelled and I started calling a protester a bitch, you guys would fucking beat the shit out of me. Right. But now that this lady doesn't go by your rules, it's like, hey, anyways, she's a bitch. Well, she's now. a heretic. Like a, so she's yeah. a heretic. It's, right. You're so justified. She, <laughs> she, she doesn't get the same treatment, even though like we always say everybody's equal and this is anarchy and everybody has consent to do what they want. Da da da. da. So they run her out. Um, so like, there's clearly like people being like, multiple reporters being like. Yeah, they kind of roughed us up or they kind of like pushed us out and like we can't really report. Like they basically took over these blocks and if you didn't mm-hmm. fall on their side, you were not going to be allowed in, especially if you had any type of camera or anything, you were just going to be fucked with. So It's we- it's so strange actually. I mean, does I I I assume you have a lot more to say as far as like what yes. the story is, but yes. but at this point when you first explained to me what was going on, um it sounded like a story that didn't really actually have a lot of different angles to it like considering what you told me like that that this family was going to be evicted and that the community and even if the story is you know i I don't know like the protesters are acting shitty but ultimately like the goal is just or whatever like right that even as a story is fine that fine like that's not i don't see why anybody would be like opposed to to that essentially so it's one of those things where it just like it just makes Thus far, the image I have of this is like it, everything sounds like it should be on the up and up. But then why are why why is it like Russia or something? Like why are we talking like well we want to con- we the narrative needs to be controlled. Like what what is the issue? Like what, what well also yeah. it's like if if the way I explained it to you, wouldn't you expect people to be like, dude, come on in because we want to tell this story? Exactly. Like, wouldn't wouldn't this you would be, be a like, huge win for the yes. the protest movement that. I think uh, in general hasn't gotten, you know, the PR hasn't been great for a while. No, yeah. especially as of late when it's, it has kind of turned away from these big protests to like 10 local anarchists, like broke exactly. a bunch of windows. It's like, gotten so far you, away from the original thing. basically. Right. So you, I was also kind of like, wait a minute, like these people are like actively fighting this story from getting out. Like, why would you do this? And I think part of it is just like, that's what, like the media has been turned into this thing where like now both the left and the right don't fuck with it. Right. Like they don't, they're just like, because the other thing that's very interesting is that one day when 
I think the day that Jesse and I were told to basically like, you're not going to be able to interview when we were walking in, one of the guys at the front of the barricade was talking to some like neighbors and they were like asking them like, Hey, what is this? And they're like, yeah, you can totally go in just like, uh, no, no, um, no pictures or videos. Um, we're not having any press. And then he goes, there have been, there are some press, but they've been vetted. And what that means is, um, they will, they aren't like, that's just another way of saying we have people, but they're doing just, they're just doing propaganda. Like they won't, right, if yeah, anything totally, bad happened, totally. they will never show that. They will only show good things they're vetted. for this it's not like a It's not like a true third party. It's like somebody no. that they already know will, but, the, yes. but again, that doesn't make any sense to me because what, what is the bad angle on this story? Like, like I like, said, the, the worst angle you could come up with is ultimately this is just, even if the protesters are, even if there are people with guns, like ultimately this is like a, a, a positive story. So right. like, I'm not really sure why okay. there should be any fear. So here's where it gets confusing. Like, so there's what seems to be very clearly the story, but there also seems to be like in general, like with no matter what the story is, the left, at least this type of left, refuses, like, they don't fuck with the media anymore. And you, it's been really weird because, like, some of the people that they kind of raised up as, like, these darlings of the protest, like, there's this guy who writes for OPB, and his name is Sergio Olmos. He's, like, uh, he's like been basically the guy to show, like, every night he was out at the federal courthouse... Mm-hmm. He had pro. He had video on Twitter every night of like cops basically being like fucking maniacs, you know. Like he was just like, and the protesters loved him. They were sharing his shit. Sergio's our guy. And then about uh, like a month ago, Sergio wrote uh, an article for OPB that basically was saying like this movement. A lot of people are. He interviewed people basically being like, this movement seems to have gotten away from its original thing. Like it's kind mm-hmm. of been hijacked by these like mostly white anarchists, and now they're like breaking windows and saying it's for BLM and da da da. And he was just like, you know, kind of wrote that up, and they just turned on him. Like all these people online yeah, were just yeah, like, right. fuck Sergio, like fuck him. He's a fucking, you know. And so and so you can just I've just watched it online. Be like, okay, like they're with them, they're with them, they're with them. Bam one thing out of line one thing against the church yeah, right, and right yeah you're not <laughs> one thing against the church <laughs> and you're done you're fucking yeah. done right yeah so um so let me go into like kind of what starts coming out in kind of the days after about this family so and it's a little bit of a long thing i'll try to be brief um but it basically there's like t- there's two stories now and you have like kind of what the protests are saying which basically is like this Afro-Indigenous family is just a victim of gentrification. They were preyed upon by a predatory loan, just like what caused the subprime mortgage crisis in 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we are the victims. Like, we were swindled by these banks. They fucked us over. And we're uh, we're kind of making this last stand to be like, hey, like, not, not this family. Like, this family. Uh, and that's, like, what was, like, that's why everybody, like, put the barricades that's what came out the first day was just like this family Mm -hmm. has been is a victim of the system right they're getting fucked over because of their race because of uh you know being lower class and then uh, more and more details start to come out about like who this family is so what actually turns out to be the case is that uh yes gentrification in that neighborhood has happened and a lot of displacement has happened but what really happened for this family is that 
they just they were paying their mortgage they were paying the mortgage that they had taken out mm-hmm. but they just stopped paying it one year in 27 in january of 2017 they just stopped paying it and why they stopped paying it is interesting basically this son of the parents who own this house starts getting into this like sovereign citizen movement so he mm-hmm. like, he, Kind of like what happened with like the Bundys, the when they took over that bird ranch. In, oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were a lot of guys who were like, no, like we are not, we are, we are sovereign citizens. Like the laws of the United States do not apply to us. This guy is kind of in that camp of like, he started making all these claims about like how like the 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 mortgage is like void because he's like an indigenous. He starts citing all these weird treaties, and um, he's actually part of this movement called the the moorish m-o-o-r the moors uh the moorish uh sovereign citizens which is like basically like it's very you know listeners can look into this as much as they want but it's basically just like they use these very these fictional things that you know like these treaties and stuff saying like no like we were the original inhabitants of this land and like we Mm -hmm. are not so you know we don't and then what it turns into what it turns into is like they kind of make their name of like they don't pay their taxes they don't they like they forge their own birth certificates they forge their own driver's license Mm -hmm. like so this son kind of starts saying like instead of trying to like work out the foreclosure in in for all intents and purposes, it seems like they just had the money but didn't want to pay it. Like it, it didn't like there doesn't seem to be, as far as I've read, any reporting of like, oh, well, the dad lost his job or whatever. It just right, sounds like their like circumstances did not change. They just stopped right. Paying. It sounds like what happened is this son and potentially the mom of the family kind of got in these basically like crazy cult ideas of like, no, like we don't subscribe to the U.S.'s laws and just just tried to like, get out of their mortgage, and then they were just like, well. That's not how it works. Like, you can't just say that your mortgage is null and void based on some weird-ass fucking Moroccan crazy bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay. I don't, I don't like- understand the Moors aspect of it. Like, that. I don't understand. I'll- how does that connect to, to here? It would almost make more sense if it was like, we have some sort of c- connection to like a native tribe of the area well, or something. Like They also say that, too. It's very confusing because they say that they're kind of part of this moorish sovereign citizens thing but they also do claim like tribes but then it's like seems like some of the tribes that they're kind of claiming don't really exist in any real way Mm -hmm. um so it just all of a sudden starts to come out like okay like who are these people like because at first you know you're like oh my god black native family and like you know they're they're they put a gofundme together and they need money for hotel like they're like literally kicked out on their asses like they just sounds like and then the more you read about it, it's like, no, what happened was, you know, this son, basically they got fucked over by like a total fuck up son. Like this son, when he was 17, um, you know, he's like in his 30s now, but when he was 17, he he um, drove through a stop sign at about 40 miles an hour and T-boned this car and he killed the guy. Oh, shit. Um, and because of that, uh, he the family was like needed to take out a, 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 a new mortgage on their house to pay for all his legal bills. Cause like, you know, he, and he served like five and a half years. He gets out, 
He has a license that's suspended for life because he was in this fucking like hit and run. Like he didn't even mm-hmm. stay. He fucking hit and run, killed this guy. The guy who he killed was like this 80 year old man who like was going to help homeless people under bridges. Like he was a fucking ah, saint. Shit. And, uh, you know, he gets out, he's like caught again driving. Like it's clear like he's dealing and doing a bunch of coke and crack. Like he's just like kind of fucking up. And, you know, it seems that he basically kind of convinces his family like that he has a way out on this all this money that this mortgage because of this sovereign citizen bullshit right mm-hmm. um and then just more and more details come out like it <laughs> like the cop showed up once because like the neighbor was saying that the son this guy was like abusing puppies like he's just like throwing puppies against the wall and oh my god them up. oh my god <laughs> so it just turns out like this guy like it's like yes in the context of this neighborhood like gentrification is happening but this particular family is like running a scam basically like they're they are not on some like financial hardship shit where they couldn't they were paying their mortgage they were paying their mortgage for 13 years and all of a sudden they stop and instead of like working with anybody like they had a multiple chances to like just pay back what they owed and they didn't this guy starts like Dude, if you if any listeners want to go, go to their website. Go to like it's called like redhouseonmississippi.com mm-hmm. and there's a 6-minute YouTube video of this son and it's absolutely unfollowable. Like he's it's just this weird like he's talking to the camera but then he goes to these weird slides and like he's quoting all these treaties that you find out half of them aren't real and they they don't exist and at one point him and this guy like go to a courtroom and claim it for this group like this is now our court because no one is here to claim it and they try and talking about like arresting the judge and so like this guy is like either mentally unwell or just like is in somewhat of a cult and believes this shit so much Mm -hmm. that he just refused to do this so all that is to say it's like what's turned what started as like a pretty simple like narrative of like wow this is fucked up turns into a even to be as neutral as i can a much more complex story right of like a yeah, guy totally. and his family kind of like doing like very shady shit because it's like would you have done this you wouldn't like this this movement would not have come up had you not tacked the like their uh racial and ethnic identity to it mm-hmm. if you had just heard like even if honestly you'd probably heard like white family getting kicked out of their home, I don't think this would have happened. And then as soon as if if they had done that, it was like, oh, actually he's like a sovereign citizen. And he just didn't pay his shit for 17 months. I think the movement would have dissipated. But what happened is it just people either denied it, weren't really like listening to like, okay, like. Well, and it sounds like there must be some awareness on the side of the protesters because that's obviously why they're trying to control the the, the narrative on it. Which, it's either like it's either like the, some of them know and don't want it to get out, even though it's clearly been out. It's like right. there are yeah. tons of people. There's hundreds of Reddit comments on multiple threads being like, just showing like all these court cases this guy's fucked over and like all this shit, all because of his like insane beliefs and ideology. He like fucked his family over. So like instead of just being like, wow, we backed this guy who like clearly is kind of a piece of shit, mm-hmm. like you know like doesn't really seem to care about like what his actions are doing for people like you know like abusing animals and like right yeah he like at one point like he he's never really like it sounds like repented and again like look he's 17 he made a mistake he made a deadly mistake that cost a man's life but there's quotes of him saying like it was just an accident about the killing the guy like 
he kind of plays it off as like, dude, you 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 hit a man because you fucked up really badly, mm-hmm. you killed this guy and injured his wife in their car, and he kind of was like, oh, I was in an accident and I had to had some legal trouble from this. Like he makes it sound like it's kind of minimizes it. Yeah. yeah. So all that is to say, and I know this is a lot of me talking, but all that is to no, say no, is no, basically like. What happened originally was this like very easy narrative for this movement to latch onto, and what it turned into was like again, if you want to just be like neutral about it, you could say very complex. If what I would say is you kind of these family like kind of ran a scam, they got really lucky because their thing was caught onto in this bigger narrative of like you know like gentrification and like all this like mm-hmm. r- all these racial issues going on in the country that. Because really, what if this didn't get picked up by these activists, he would have been out on his ass. Like They would eventually have been like, dude, you haven't paid your mortgage. You refuse to work with anybody on it. You're done in this house. Right. Um, but now what's happened, and as of this recording, their GoFundMe has $308,850 to it. And Wow. How much do they owe? Well, what is going to happen is someone had already bought the house. This developer bought it. So what he's willing to do, he's not making any money off it. He's just going to sell it back to them supposedly at what he paid for it. So basically this family like just kind of gets out of this. Like they didn't pay their mortgage forever. Mm -hmm. They kind of just like got all these woke people. And I'm telling you, man, like there are... There are two anonymous donors that each donated $10,000 to this wow. cause. Wow. There are a number of individuals who've donated 1000 2000 500 Like, there's people who really believed that this family was just this, like, kind of, like, tragic case of, like, the system fucking over the little guy. And, like, I don't know. I guess people can either decide, like, if they want, like, is it a scam? Even if they did scam people, is it better that they have the home than it? turning into another condo i guess you could make that argument but sure yeah yeah but the idea that this was just this like oh thank god you know this fucking the left or these radical kids saved this family is like a bunch of horseshit like it isn't that like what it is is like kind of an irresponsible conspiracy theorist like fucked over his family Mm -hmm. and instead of like owning that at all we just have to kind of swallow this like con of like oh yeah like and so what's happened if you see on reddit all these people are just like yeah i tried to bring this up and everybody just called me a racist like it's that same narrative of like if you don't go along right. with what we're saying right you're the enemy here and it's like well when the truth is the enemy when you pointing out valid court identified facts that this guy is like a kind of a piece of shit you that shouldn't be like any real person would be like oh wow like let's really take stock of this but instead it seems like now it's just, again, it's just this polarity of like, you're either with us, you're against us. You know, you either, right. you, you either are media or there is no media. You know, you're either telling our facts or they don't tell us anything that we don't want to hear. And it's just, it's like, that's a insane childish way to go about, you know, dealing with reality is when right. somebody presents you with these like very clear, like, do we really want the movement attached to this? Like, do we want, like, do we want to spend all this like political capital in this? I mean, I did the math. Let's say you do $2,000 is the average like family for rent. Let's mm-hmm. say in Portland, if you divided that, you could pay 154 families rent for this month, which to me would be such a better use of $308,000 than giving a scammer that money. So he can buy back a house that he didn't really need to lose in the first place. Right. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good. That's it, it's that gotten to this point. like insane woke level where it's just like, well, you know, we just really can't question it. And again, like, can't have people interviewing people, can't have people asking any questions, can't let the news media in here, can't can't do the shit. Gotta let, gotta listen to the gun people. Gotta listen to this, you know. And it just is like, it's it's a surreal thing to look at and to have briefly been a part of, you know. Yeah. Because I was like trying to be involved with it, and then obviously. Uh, once I started learning about it, I was like, well, I don't really even care about being involved and I definitely wouldn't just be given some softball questions anymore. So I understand why they wouldn't want anybody with a fucking. Right. At the, at, at this point, you're, there's no way you could be vetted as uh no, as going to tell the story no. that, cause I mean, I feel like at this point it's like, why it, it would probably be best just to talk to the son uh, at this point. Yeah. But yeah. Or, I mean, I guess any of the, I, I would just be interested to know, how they feel about i don't know like yeah like what the fact that they that somebody got them in this hot water in their family essentially yeah what are they thinking i think they believe they're i think they have drank the kool-aid oh okay I well, think because like the mom appears in some of these documents where she's all of a sudden kind of a sovereign citizen kind of thing so i think it's like a family that believes their own shit and it hits the right point in time in history where like some of the issues involved with that family fit a much larger narrative that can be used to move this thing forward. Mm-hmm. And it happens with anything like, Oh, there's some very inconvenient facts here. Well, what do we do? Do we own that? And be like, cause even if they're like, look, we understand that this is a very complex thing. We just still feel it's better that this family, despite all their craziness and despite clearly their kind of piece of shitness, they should have this house. Like even that, I would at least be okay with hearing. But again, I you're not allowed to hear that. You have to hear. Well, actually, this is a just cause, and if you have anything bad to say against it, you're a piece of shit. Right. That's where right. I'm just like, okay, like you've completely lost me. And, you know, like, I know people who donated to this thing. I know some people who donated large amounts of money to this. And it's like, I feel weird because it's like, I don't know, is it my position to tell them, like, hey, I think you're being scammed? And there was there was people who put out the call to be like, there is a way to contact GoFundMe to say, like, this is not a real thing. Like, you shouldn't, mm-hmm. there shouldn't be using your website for this. But it appears as of now it's still up and the as of today like basically the city negotiates with the is negotiate with the family like they the barricades are down and the streets are clear again because they're just like it sounds like the family is going to be able to use this money to buy back the house with so their scam worked like so they right, they got out of it yeah. they got out of it but yeah. it only works because of all these things lining up for them where like oh shit we just happen to fit in all these boxes that these people would give a fuck about but I don't know, man. I mean, it's just so weird to see that, like, if you speak out against any type of narrative that goes on with some of this shit, it's mm-hmm. just heresy. I mean, it right. just is like, it's just, hey, you're just a dumb white guy. You just don't know. And th- these people always talk about, like, well, we want to be inclusive. We want new people to join. It's like new people come in and you're totalitarian. You're not, you have no you don't even follow your own supposed set of ideals. Like right. you have people right. with guns chasing off people who are just asking questions. You shut down anybody who brings up any facts towards you that are inconvenient. And then you just go on like a propaganda war with people you 
consider allied media to get your side of the story out i mean it's right. fucking insane yeah yeah that i mean that is what a that is a crazy that what a crazy story that is completely that is completely insane i don't even know how to react to that that's just so that's so wild basically it just seems like a microcosm to me of like all these things that kind of added up to like fit in this one story of like oh like because like I was saying, I was noticing that like on election night, all of a sudden, like if you had a camera, you were like looked at as suspicious and mm-hmm. like shining people were shining flashlights and anybody with the cameras who was filming anything. And just like this weird turn of like somehow trying to have a movement that invites people in yet completely like doing everything you can to make it very intimidating and like not fr- like any Joe Blow is going to be like, oh, you, you want me to join the guy who shines flashlights in anybody's faces and, and threatens them with violence if they yeah. show up with the camera? Like, of yeah. course I'd love to join that. Like, the, they, it's a niche thing. To me, it seems like a lot of people, like, get, get their rocks off by kind of having this power, and they don't want to admit that. And instead of just being like, yeah, like, we're not actually going to live out this, like, you know, anarchy vision we're kind of going to be douchebags about it and we're like very top down uh and if anybody gets out of line we'll definitely take care of them uh i've been kind of looking at this i've been reading a little bit of this story because i this whole time i've been confused as to like how they can get evicted during a moratorium on evictions they haven't owned oh, yes. the house for two years so yes, it's not it's not an Sorry. eviction it's no they've been squatting in this house for two years <laughs> yeah and again, they've only this only happened because their son bought in a, an insane conspiracy theory, which again, like even amongst these people who are defending this as indigenous shit, like this guy's conspiracy says that this weird sect of Moors were first in America, like before the natives. So it's like even your own thing is talking shit about indigenous people. Like this guy's whole ideology, he posts all this QAnon shit. I mean, on his Facebook, like this guy doesn't seem like he's just that good of or sane of a person. Mm-hmm. And instead of using this like energy that you had towards a better cause, Man. like now you've kind of pot committed yourself. And a lot of people are like, they're gonna, there will be consequences because it'd be like the next time you do this, people are gonna be like, fuck you guys, dude. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not do I'm not going along with this train because the last right, thing you got right. us in was this fucking insane person. God, yeah, that's I mean Yeah, that's that's the real damage a, a story like this can do or 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 just something like this really happening can do because you you kind of risk making a the whole idea of fighting against uh some very real systemic issues into like a cynical practice where you where there's like a lack of trust i guess man what yeah. a what a what a what a shitty what a it's shitty a doozy, story. man <laughs> it's a doozy i mean it it really like it really just raises and like again i follow a lot of the guys who like are the part of the vetted media and i can just see like how they play it i'm just like they're not talking about this at all they're not talking about mm-hmm the family they're not talking about any of this background information i mean they're they just refuse to do that because they know like i am here to keep a certain angle on this i'm not here to actually like bring forth a much more complicated reality and that's like you know that's just this instance and that's true on both sides of the spectrum at this point everybody who just wants like 
we trust our guys, you know, same with the proud boys the same with all these people is just like, but I will say I've been to a Trump rally and I've been to a proud boy rally and I've had less, I have had less. You mean you've been to a proud boy rally and you've been to a Antifa rally or not really an Antifa rally, but you've been to. Well, no, I mean, I've been to a, I've been to a Trump, a president Trump rally in Nevada and I've been to a proud boy rally and then I've been to these protests and this kind of thing. And I got to say, I've had so much more interviewing and having a camera amongst the left than I have on the right. And this is obviously a very small sample. I mean, but like Mm -hmm. when I can go to a proud boy rally and I got maybe one, I got three guys who kind of like were bothering me, but they never tried to get in front of my camera. They right. were kind of more like asking like what I was doing, but they never stopped my interview. Um, the Trump people were more than happy to talk. They let us in the rally with the camera. And then yet I can't go into, you know, this is a not, this isn't even a rally. This is a public street that any citizen should have the right to walk down that you right. and mine, everybody taxes yeah, yeah, yeah. paid for. Yeah. And, and that is somehow seen as like progressive. Like I just I can't do the mental gymnastics to find out how that is like the progressive side of things. When right, right. You are, I don't know. I mean, it's just I don't. Maybe I'm just like not of that ilk anymore. Like I don't know if I've just aged out of that shit. But it really makes no fucking sense to me at all. Like I yeah. just don't get it, and I don't know how anybody can justify it. I know they say like it's for security or safety, but it's like, dude, like. I don't know you and you have a gun. Whose safety is priority here? I don't well, know. Well, who knows who the if you would have even found out any of this stuff if they hadn't like it's not like Right. Right. You're not like uh I don't know. It's not you're not like a like a hardcore journalist. No, like, I wasn't trying to be. You might not either. have even realized there was anything fishy about this whatsoever. For all you know, you would have just organized a but like interviewed some protesters, got some like just talked some silly talk with some people. Maybe met like an asshole or two. Right. And then would have just gone about your day and would have just thought like, yeah, well, well I guess wasn't it kind of cool when everybody helped out that that black family in, in, on Mississippi? And now that's like you found all this stuff just because they were like, no media, no, no questions, no nothing. Like, It's just this thing I keep coming back to where like if you don't own what your side, like if you don't own your own vulnerabilities, uh, the other side will use them so against true. you. That's so true. And it's like, so, okay, you guys can pretend that this information isn't there and you can pretend that like, it's just going to only help you guys to keep out media, but this will come back to bite you. And it did. And it will like, yes, you, you got your money. Well, I and mean, I'll, can I, can I, I want to play, I, I want a devil's advocate a yeah, little bit. Cause like advocate me here. Devil's advocate. Here's the me. thing. Like this situation, the information that you just gave me that, that I, that I've got, I don't even feel like I really have a, full picture to decide exactly how I feel about this. I just sure. feel confused. And the thing is, if depending on like what the rest of the family feels about this and what they would have to say about it, uh I feel like would help like paint that picture more for me. Um essentially, sure. cuz I don't know like like for all I know, we're talking about family here. So we we are talking about some people that like are maybe the victims of choices that the rest of their family has made which in which case i have like sympathy for you like it you sure. know it's i'm not unsympathetic to that i'm not unsympathetic to the whole thing a little bit but yeah like you could also take that position like despite all this shit i still think it's better that this family lives here and that but at yeah. least put it out in the open right 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 but but the the fact that essentially this the the thing that is completely indefensible no matter how you paint it really is just the idea that there would be all of these factors 
to this story and that instead of trying to be forthcoming with it and get ahead of it they literally just like have guns and are like don't ask questions like that there's nothing good about that like there is no way to paint that as a good choice uh at all and like to also again like again uh totally against i mean it's just like so you guys i mean again it's a large group of people but like i would say the most vocal people seem to come down on sort of the anarchist side at least Mm -hmm. you guys are anarchists which like any fundamental person would means okay well like that for sure means you don't tell other people what to do and yet you guys just turn into like kind of like a cop force like you're just now you're just cops like you're just a little right weird like you're a weird group of i guess sell i mean did anybody appoint you to this Did, did did this group of people who are in and out of this place talk to anybody about like hey just to let you know uh gonna be some guys with guns around here and uh they kind of run shit so mm-hmm. i mean it was just like oh so we're just because you guys have the potential to be violent um and honestly you know not to be totally shit on the left it seems like there was some self-reflection because a lot of these a lot of these anarchist twitter accounts and some of these more radical people i follow were like hey the guys with the guns were a problem. Like they mm-hmm. multiple times fucked up people who didn't deserve to be fucked up. Right. Why are we acting like cops? So I will give them credit. I mean, it was a little too late. And I honestly think it's a little hypocritical because they weren't really saying that when they were kicking out press, they were just saying it when, Oh shit, they fucked up. You know, I think right. some, yeah, like, it's like a cover your own ass kind of thing. Right. Like yeah. they fucked up some like native youth and it was like, Hey, we don't fuck with these kids. It's like, no, you don't fuck with anybody because who the fuck are you? You're not, you are just a guy in a mask mm-hmm. with a gun that I have to listen to. That's, I mean, if you want to talk about like, they're talking about we're. I mean, maybe your ideology isn't fascist, but if you have a gun and I'm scared of you, that's to me is you might, I mean, what that's not fascism. That isn't, I have to now worry about my life if right. I, Right. What am I going to do if I started interviewing somebody? You're going to fucking hit me over the head with a fucking gun that you brought to this public city street in the daytime? You fucking psycho. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just it's it's so it's a very worrying trend. It's 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 very weird. I don't know why. Uh, that <laughs> the fact that you have been to Trump rallies and been to or a Trump rally rather, uh, and interviewed like proud boys and then the left is the one that has the problem with the media that just seems so antithetical like that just that just seems so i don't know where we're at anymore every yeah Yeah. there's no like it's really hard to get a and i guess that's the overall point of this whole thing is that beyond the details of this one story it's just getting more and more confusing to like plant your flag somewhere Mm -hmm. and be like okay like this is what you guys believe or this is what they believe and this is like this is what I think I believe. Cause it's like, again, like I imagine I'm pretty sympathetic to a lot of those people. Like I, mm-hmm. I probably have pretty similar beliefs of like maybe how things should be run or whatever. Like there might be details different, but like the fact that we differ so much on like a very basic, we don't fuck up the press or we don't fuck up people trying to ask questions like that. That seems to be a pretty wide gap for them. Creeps right. me out. I mean, it just, I don't, then it's like, well then what, what that I supposedly agree with you on would also come into question if this is how you react to, I mean, if things start to get like, if this is how you react to a, like, I mean, you know, there was cops, there was maybe a little rough house, but there wasn't like, what happens when the real violence starts? Like, Mm -hmm. what do these guys with guns show up to like, you know, like 
that's a fair question now because you don't you've kind of lost your like you don't have a moral high ground anymore like you right. guys are continually losing that we're also i think really in in a kind of dangerous place of getting really used to um kind of radical people with guns being in these situations uh and we, yes. you know we've already had the the stuff happen in um kenosha so it's not even like this hasn't already happened but like what about like a kind of kent state level uh happening of just like many killed and injured because somebody snapped or somebody got confused with a gun and then shit just started going like I, it just feels weird that i'm not surprised at all when you say you went to a place and there were people with guns there like that's just so no. why is that i'm from right. the south dude i've like li <laughs> i have lived in places where people can open carry but not like what you're talking about like not no like in texas when you see some guy with his gun uh it's not all like now i want to be clear the there there it's not like i've never seen someone walk around with a gun as if it was like oh this is my gun and uh, you better watch your ass or right. whatever but there's a lot of open carry people where it just kind of it's like the way they treat it in their heads is like well it's just like a this is like a pen or like just whatever a flashlight it's just something that i have it's not oh, like yeah it's not like i'm a guy with a gun walking around with a gun so you better not mess with me bro uh and i just feel like we're getting a little too uh used to that and uh it's uh frightening and it's weird well I, it's like you know these people like you know like obviously like the, the the people i was surrounded with like hate cops and you could never say a positive thing about cops if you you wanted mm -hmm. to make it out of their life but it's like look okay like yes put aside everything about like cops you hate the one thing that we have over cops is that we have badge numbers we have identify right. like yeah 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 I, this guy at a protest who was saying, yeah, you're going to have some trouble if you interview people. It's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, dude. I have right. zero, you have like, you have less accountability than cops in that situation because a right. cop is like, there is a structure behind them that's like, hey, if they shoot, even if it's whatever, a George Floyd thing, we still know who the fuck that guy is. Right, right. This right. guy is like, dude, who are you? And you're the, and I'm supposed to feel safe about that? I'm supposed to be right. like, oh, okay, it's just normal that, you have guns. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who I, you actually, are. I, I I hadn't really thought about it in that context before, but a, a protest movement that started about holding cops that cops don't have enough accountability, which of course they don't. But the fact that, that yeah. like we need to have guns and no way to identify us is like okay, well, so you're looking at something that's like clearly a problem and saying like, can we go one lower though? Yeah, what about I'd, even worse? I'd like to basically be a ghost with a gun and. Uh, <laughs> You know, just deal with the problems as I see fit. And if you have a yeah. problem, do you have a gun? No, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> anarchy. Do I have, That's anarchy. Yeah. Do I have a code? Like, even the cops is like, they have, yeah, like, obviously they violate all the time and they're fucking, you know, have their own problems. But, like, again, there is a structure around them if they get to shoot, when they get to shoot. You seem to get to shoot if a guy makes you mad, I guess. I don't know. Or, like, you're threatening it at least. So, I don't know. It's a wild thing. We're going to see more shit like this. We're going to mm -hmm. see more. These things are not going away. It's, there was a, I mean, there's, it's just going to happen. There's more and more of these events that are going to happen. And we'll see how it goes. Because if this is the way they're going, like something bad will for sure go down at one of them. Well, also, I mean, if the fact that people are pushed from, where they live essentially so that 
we can have these very like basically stupid business like we need many different types of coffee shops everywhere right, right. so people have to be pushed from their homes that's a very real problem uh i don't think the solution to it is this sovereign citizen stuff so yeah. the fact that we have now basically said like 300k it's like well that is if everyone starts doing that that is not that that, that is not going to solve the problem so no i mean if i just stop paying my rent for a month uh, i would be gone right yeah <laughs> the idea that you can just get a year and a half off because you just sort of like oh i believe some wild crazy bullshit and mm -hmm. hopefully this fucking dumb town saves me because i happen to have the right melanin count and i right. can conjure up some story in like mostly white guilt heart and just fucking throw cash at the problem then okay there i've won this round i guess but yeah right. this is not because there's going to be some fucking either not politically sexy candidate who gets kicked out of their house that's just gonna be like nah you weren't wor worth really fighting for you right. didn't have the capiche in the media mm -hmm. and go fuck yourself now and you know again it's almost like we like a, con. a lot of money I, I i feel like there's a part of us that like we like a con better than we like yes like it's sexier to buy into a con job than it would to be like hey let's just like fight gentrification in general so like <laughs> right. from now on how about you don't support those businesses like sure how about that how about like you don't get to go to the weird taxidermy place anymore because it's offensive that it exists like <laughs> why like why is it okay for you to go there but like but then like we 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 don't think like that it's not it's not like you know this isn't about you having to change anything about your life it's about give some money to this con job thing and then you're I mean, good. These are people basically. these are people who straight up go um I mean I was uh, I was you know at one of, they had like a speaker at this campfire that they had had and you know this she was like a young native woman and she was like you know like they 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 use the ter the slogan land back which means like give land back to the ancestral people i guess mm -hmm. and, you know and she was like land back isn't just a saying like he's like and she, she asked this again mostly white crowd like are you ready to give your land back and all these people are like yeah i was like no you're not what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> you're gonna let somebody take your like if you've been paying a house down for 10 years you got family oh yeah i'll be you know shut up these are right. non-solutions this is hyperbole this makes no sense to ever bring up in a realistic situation right you would yeah. be laughed out of the court of public opinion if you go well the way we're going to get our land back is just tell people to give it to us and these dumb idiot whites who agreed around a campfire will surely not renege on their promises well right and also like what i mean if you got a bunch of like young protesters like they don't have land like they don't know none of us have land give. dude yeah. who owns anything you fucking idiots <laughs> And the people who own shit will kill you if you try to take their shit. That's true. So, yeah, like, what is the... What are you really saying there? It's so. just like, you know. But anyways, that's, you know, plenty of stuff to read if you're listening. And you, and if you and if you hated our take or my take, really, then, you know, feel free to reach out through Venmo, obviously. You gotta yeah, pay me to with talk, money. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm now a sovereign citizen and you need to pay for my shit. <laughs> Uh, I'll just be taking a year and a half off of everything I owe to the fucking man, and uh, you know you can help you can help me out too. So yeah, just yeah. demo me yeah. at the comedian Jake. Um, hopefully, you know I'll just latch on to a. You know I need my own group of people to really fuck. You got to do your own one, on my, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I don't know. You're gonna. I mean, you're gonna have to play up 
your Jewishness. You can't just yep. be like, I'm a white guy that needs Help. this money for some reason. <laughs> right. No, right. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> right. I need some real deep Jewish roots to get me through yeah. this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, 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 and not, you know, you gotta be careful that you can't be a Zionist. You gotta be like no. somehow pro pro Palestinian Jew yes. that like, you know, but the Holocaust throw that in there. Yeah. 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 That's got to be turned way up. That's got to yeah. be the thing you're really emphasizing to people. But I think it could happen. I think you can figure it out. Totally. I'm yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, good. <sighs> Venmo us. Make sure you do that. You got to yep. pay us money. Venmo give us me. money. Tell me, tell money, my take money. sucks. Tell me my take is great. Whatever. Just give me fucking money. That's tell us how we're about. doing with our con job. Okay. Yeah. We, we do not lie to you. Okay. Right. The media. And also on. the media. You're welcome. Cover us. Yeah. Come on in. Hit us up for interviews. some coverage, yeah. baby. Would yeah. love some coverage. Yeah. The con is on, baby. We're on. Yeah. Yeah. We are publicly conning. Yes. No, no hiding. No, no hiding, hiding anything. I, th- yep. I wonder how I would, I, I, I would have felt completely differently about this story if ever, all of it was in the open. Like if it was just like, that would have yeah. just been a completely different thing for me. Yeah. Um, and there's yeah. a lot of different angles I think you could have taken to get me completely on board with this GoFundMe, to be honest, like to be, to be completely real with you. I think there are a lot of different, yeah, you're even a white given all these liberal facts, cuck, a, baby, you love yeah, it. There's the, I'm telling you, there's like, <laughs> it had this unfolded sure. a different way. I think, I think I totally could have just been like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Like, yeah, I almost donated to it and I started reading about it and I was like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? Right? So <laughs> yeah, never mind. I'll pull that back. <laughs> Well, yeah. So hit up our Venmo. Hit oh, up their GoFundMe. Like whatever, thank, however you uh, want to do it. Yeah, I want to thank Matt and Aaron this week for the uh, Venmos. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, keep the con alive, baby. That's what we say. The yeah. Con is on and keep it alive. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Peace. 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 Yeah. Peace. Peace.